Rewind is brought to you by Press Play to Continue and recorded in the great city and state of Austin, Texas, also known as the live music capital of the world. It is written, produced, and edited by none other than me, Corey Latimer. If you'd like to show your support by keeping Press Play to Continue weird, head on over to my Patreon at pressplaytocontinue slash patreon.com. I sincerely thank you for your love, support, and kindness that you've shown me. It lets me know I'm actually going down the right path in life. Thank you. Now, on to the show. Greetings and howdy. Welcome to Rewind. Uh, brought to you by Press Play to Continue. This is the first ever episode of uh, Press Play to Continue Rewind. I am your host, Corey Latimer. And today, well, first off, I want to say, first off, I want to thank you for even tuning in to begin with. Um, this is all new to me. And I just just appreciate you or, you know, just whoever is, is um, listening in. Uh, today um so today i want to talk about what it was like kind of growing up in the 90s and this is going to be almost because i was kind of fumbling it around i was kind of going back and forth between well should this be just just a one topic show or you know that's based in the 90s or should i kind of broaden it out and i think i want to kind of do this into like maybe a three-part series but who knows? Um, yeah. So I mean, so for I mean, just kind of segueing into it. I mean, this is mainly going to be discussing pop culture related stuff in the '90s, and just kind of what was within my reach at the time, such as AIM. <laughs> you know, that that was a that was before text messaging. A lot of Kids, you know, 25 and younger, don't know what AIM is. Kind of sad, but I understand that it had to die out. And just, so like, yeah, video games, movies related. I mean, a little bit of style within the 90s. Do y'all remember the Tamagotchi by chance? I had one. I think I actually had two. They both died because I always forgot to feed them. But... Weird. Oddly enough, I was able to take good care of my actual real dog. <laughs> so, you know, that, you know, I, I had Nike and Oakley as my, my family pets. I do miss them, but I will have another dog one day, I feel like. Just, I don't know when. And here I am going off on a tangent. But back to the 90s. <laughs> um... Yeah, it's just just some notable games that I I, I I was was like I said was within my grasp was Metal Gear Solid, Super Mario World, GoldenEye 007 on the 64. Come on, that was back in 1998, I think. Yeah, and I would go to friends' houses and I would play that game nonstop. Just because I feel like that was kind of like the first time to have split screen. Well, it was between that and I think Mario Kart 64. And um, that 
that right there is uh, um, there's definitely a sight to see, especially as a 14 or 15 year old. And uh, yeah, Ocarina of Time, the Zelda series, and just so many great games. The one that is, I'm actually going to be uploading this tonight, hopefully, a Let's Play. Uh, but it's actually going to be the remake for Resident Evil 2. God, I could, I'm, I'm actually probably going to do a whole podcast on that particular game, uh, just because it, there was so much meaning behind it, and. I actually made a post on Instagram just kind of briefly discussing what it was about and how it meant so much, and it still does. And it's so kind of fascinating because just something that was created is so meaningful. I guess that it kind of is on the same premise as like someone liking a song, you know? Um, I don't really understand the whole the bad stigma behind video games. That could be another podcast topic <laughs> right there. And I might do that just because it has affected me in within my 32 years of being on this earth. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand the whole... I don't, I don't get it. I, I just feel like it actually helps you more than anything. But there was a... Just just to kind of continue on with uh, the topic of video games, just for a little bit longer. There was a uh, uh, a console war, primarily between Sega, for one, the Genesis in North America, and then the Super Nintendo, which was, I think that was back in 1990, 1990 I want to say. Um, yeah. And then, just shortly... Uh, after that, after, you know, the battle was done in a sense. I mean, obviously Nintendo came out on top. You don't hear about Sega too often. They still make games. Um, I think they're considered probably a second-party company at this point. Um, they still make games, but they they don't have a, they haven't had a console since Dreamcast. I think that was back in, like, 2002. But the Dreamcast was a great console. Um I did not own one, and I kind of regret not owning one. I may have to go on Amazon one day and actually get and uh, look for it. But yeah, that, and then, God, I, I can't tell you how many times I played with my cousin's Street Fighter 2. Just going over there, because I didn't even own the game for the longest time. I Eventually, I, I, I think I got it. Um, and funny enough, I actually got my Super Nintendo. It was given to me by a very good buddy of mine, Chris. Um, I don't know if I should say his, his full name because I don't, I don't know the whole, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'll just say his first name. Uh, I'll say Chris W. How about that? Um, he just gave it to me and like a whole, I guess he's kind of the, the, um, uh, uh, the guy that really kind of brought me into video games so i i appreciate that fact uh i don't think my mom does but <laughs> as far as the notion of video games is concerned but i i don't want to throw my parents under the bus by any means I, I do love them i love them a lot actually um very good people to look look up to uh but yeah i mean i, I mean i could go this podcast would go on pro- I could talk for two hours just solely on video games. And I, I kind of want to divvy that up to 
within um you know each podcast section because i want to try to do this weekly as well and um at least once a week and then eventually i want to kind of slowly progress into maybe adding another show and then yet even another show on top of that i want to have to try to have constantly three shows on a weekly basis so like say maybe you know divide it by say you know monday wednesday friday something like that um but yeah like i said i could i could just talk about strictly video and i don't want to do that with this particular just because there's so much of a broad reference within the 90s uh time frame so i've kind of wanted you know lead way into the music end of things and this is a huge another huge thing for me as well just because it has influenced me so much and who i am today and i mean i constantly listen to 90s music it's always on my playlist always 90s uh, i like some of the 80s and 70s 60s and 50s i even go back down into like i think the 20s and i i think they're called the ink spots i think um i can thank fallout for that that's another video game but i do that's they're they're pretty good uh check them out if you haven't just type in i think it's ink i think it's ink spots is, is the band's name <laughs> so weird name but I, I like it at the same time but check them out um yeah i mean just 90s music i mean it's kind of hard to compete with 90s music just because there was so much ubiquity within it, such as, you know, you have, say, your Nirvana, you had Britney Spears, you had Michael Jackson, you had <laughs> you had MC Hammer, um, Tupac, you had Phil Collins, there was Oasis, you know, Green Day, Blink-182, the list goes on. I could just keep going and going and going. Red Hot Chili Peppers, they were so, you know, prolific within the 90s. That was a huge band. Uh, When Scar Tissue came out, I was just... When I I heard Scar Tissue for the first time, I'm pretty sure I played that one song, um several dozen times for sure just on repeat i was like oh my god this song like the guitar riff at the beginning y'all know it it's uh it's something you have if you haven't listened to it i don't know what you're doing with your life (laughs) so you know um i i have to admit something to you uh on top of all this other music um uh, category i guess is i owned a <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to admit this at all but i'm doing it because i want to be oh here's another thing i'm always i try to strive to be as always truthful as and and honest as possible i take that from my dad and my mom i'll always take this to heart too um i hopefully this won't go off into a too major of a, of a tangent but she said the reason why I married your dad or, or, you know, dated him to begin with was, and she's like, can you guess? I was like, I gave him all these, she's these different answers. And she's like, no, no, no. I was like, well, she's like, is because he was honest. And I was like, wow, that, okay. I'm going <laughs> to for sure always start doing that. Honesty is policy in my book, but 
Oh yeah, okay, so what, I, <laughs> what I'm going to say is I owned a Ricky Martin CD. I got caught up in the Ricky Martin craze. God! Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> but I did. Um, probably because I heard Live in La Vida Yo Loca. Is that, am I saying that right? Probably about a thousand times that summer. Y'all remember that summer when Live in La Vida Loca and then Shake Your Bonbon was on the, on the damn radio? <laughs> I mean, it was constantly, ugh, jeez. Uh, and then I finally just was like, all right, I guess I'll have to buy a C CD, support this guy. He's going to be on the radio for a long time. And that was a, that was a total misfire. <laughs> you don't hear about him anymore. Um, but yeah. And it just, oh man, the list, like I said, it just, it just continues to go on. Um, maybe on the country end of things, I mean, Garth Brooks, George Strait, Shania Twain, she was a huge front leader for, you know, you know, women in country. And yeah, she had several dozen hits, I'm pretty sure. I think she's from Canada, I think. Um... Same with Justin Bieber and Jim Carrey and all those other Canadians. Damn Canadians. <laughs> no, I love Canada. I, I, I've never been to Canada, but I've heard it's beautiful. And I, I do want to go up there and um, maybe take a few uh, Instagram post pics. Maybe a Snapchat pick. Click. Boom. There's a mountain. I'm going to post it now. You know, who knows? Um... But, yeah, I mean, there's just so many. There's so many great, great artists within that from 90 to 99. That decade, it's, I don't, I don't know how else to like, talk it up other than the fact that I, uh, I've, I've done it. I've done it already. So, maybe just, like, if you have, like, an account with Apple or, you know, like, with iTunes or Amazon Music, whatever, just type in 90s alternative shuffled or something like that within the search menu and you'll thank me <laughs> it's just it's never-ending greatness so that I kind of want to kind of divert now from music into TV shows and just two off the top of my head I'm sure you probably are like y'all y'all are like yelling at this right now you're like in your car, driving down the highway, you're like, oh, Seinfeld! Of course, yes, Seinfeld is one. And then, obviously, the other one is a lot, I don't know, I've been noticing in 2019, a lot of people have been kind of giving a, getting a backlash to Friends. Like, they're kind of downgrading it somehow. I thought Friends was good. I thought it was a good time. I'm a Chandler fan. I like Chandler because he's just a weirdo. <laughs> like me um ross so ross that particular character especially like in the pilot into the first few episodes of season one they made him like really depressed and then they kind of changed him up a little bit leading into season two and three but he still always kept that same kind of depressed um notion i guess within himself i don't know but yeah, those were like one of the two top-rated shows in the 90s, obviously. I mean, there's just great shows. Uh, 
you can call him out if you want to, but I or call me out rather. But I like him. Oh, and then yeah, of course I got to go back to Seinfeld. I mean, what's not to like? Other than maybe the fact that Michael Richards kind of went off on stage at Laugh Factory back in uh, I, I'm trying. Don't quote me on this. Maybe like in 2008, maybe, I want to say, because I graduated in high school in 2006. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it that was, that was... So if you don't know, Michael Richards is Kramer from Seinfeld. He just went off and said some racial slur nonsense on stage, and that sucked, but... I think he's starting to slowly kind of come back around. People are starting to be like, all right, they're trying to forgive him, finally. But it has taken some time, because he did go off on this one guy, and it sucked. Um, and he, I think he even apologized on The Letterman Show, David Letterman. Um, and I think Jerry Seinfeld was there. So that had to be... That had <laughs> to be so awkward. Ugh. I don't know, but yeah, so I mean, the other TV shows I can think of, oh, obviously The Simpsons, but that was kind of more into the, I think the mid 80s, and it, it did go into the 90s, it did do, it uh, trickled into the 90s, so The Simpsons, I think yeah, Conan O'Brien was a major writer, and that's why I think The Simpsons were will and always will be the best in the 90s, you know, uh, Conan O'Brien. Um, just, that was a major, that was a major thing. And then I think he finally, obviously he's, he tried to take over the tonight show and that whole thing kind of blew up in his face with Jay Leno because apparently Jay Leno was unsure about retiring cause he did retire. And then I think Conan had like maybe a season at best on the tonight show. And then Jay was like, no, I want to come back. And that whole thing was messed up. And so he, I think Conan went to to TNT, and I think he's still having a talk show on there, so, um, I could, I could, I could do a podcast on that too, talk show hosts, um, in the 90s, because I, I remember as a kid, always getting home from, like, football practice, I would always walk in, my mom would be making dinner or something, and my dad, you know, would be either grilling, you know, I'd tell my mom and dad do it, they always, my mom does half and half, and then my my dad goes outside and that's they complement each other very well is what I guess what I'm trying to say <laughs> um but yeah I mean uh that could be a whole nother topic uh there's just so many that are just coming to me right now while I'm recording this this episode um but yeah I, I just uh, I mean that's that's mainly what I'll be doing, I guess, on a weekly basis, and uh, I'm kind of looking at the time, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I want to keep this particular podcast um, within at least the 30 to 45 minute time frame, if not, maybe a little bit lower, just to kind of start out, because I'm trying to get a feel for all these people, <laughs> so, you know, um, but yeah, I just, uh, I want to try to, like I said, I, I'm just kind of reiterate uh, weekly basis if I can try to bring these to you uh you know maybe every Thursday if not every other Thursday and then I'll kind of let you know on my platform of social media which is only Instagram 
and uh, oh, got a text, and uh, Snapchat. Um, but yeah, I just uh, I, I want to say thank you for uh, tuning in. I know I didn't go super long on the '90s into things as far as the TV shows are concerned, but I I brought up three major ones that I felt like kind of molded uh, that you know the decade. So I, I mean, those are for sure. In my mind, anyways, that that's what kind of was centered around the 90s. Um, I'm just kind of reading in my notes just real quick. I just kind of want to throw this in there, going back to the music. Spice Girls. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, what was that? What was that song? I don't even know. It was... So tell me what you want, what you really, really want. That song, I don't, I don't even know the song, but that was another huge one, always on the radio, I remember. And I was just like... Uh, uh, thankfully, my sisters, I will say both of them, um, they, they have great taste <laughs> in music and they definitely, you know, guided me in the right direction as far as what music to listen to and what not, what not to listen to. And they, they gave me I probably would would have never even found out who these bands were if it wasn't for them, like Lauren Hill and like you know when she went into like the Fugees and um, Allison Chains and Bush and um, all these kind of I almost want to say because they're I don't think they're considered mainstream by any means, but they're kind of like underground alternative. So I just had to throw those in there before I sign off. But I do want to thank you for you know tuning in and hopefully uh by this time next week you will have press play to continue (laughs) and always always people always be kind and rewind thank you